Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quick question. What were you doing at exactly this time yesterday? If you were applying for a business loan from Linked Finance, you'd already have an answer by now. If you're getting back in business, we can help you access fast, no-hassle finance with credit decisions within 24 hours. It only takes two minutes to apply online with an answer within 24 hours. Cut through the banking bureaucracy with Linked Finance. Just search Linked Finance today. We're open for business. Welcome to Hooked Podcast, where we're going to give you all the hooks that you will ever need in your entire role-playing game career. I'm your host, NC Weber, here with me today to give you some quality hooks to use in your games are... What year is this? It's Dom Gilfoyle, and we're back, baby. And... I'm Tully Grimley, in your ears as always, or never. And finally... I'm Brooke. Hello, Brooke Riley. That's me. (laughs) Finally. I don't think I've ever had Tully in my ears, so thank goodness for that. Keep it that way. You don't want it. Honestly, there's this podcast called Hooked. (laughs) It's just... Oh, 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 God. I got immediate oily sensations. Phantom sensations in my ears. Is that because he's Italian? (laughs) That's racist of you. I don't think you're actually Italian and also... Yeah, I thought, I thought you can't Tully be racist. Irish. You can't be racist against Italians anyway. <laughs> it's true because Mussolini. Uh, oh yeah. So, what we do here is we use a Magic the Gathering card or fantasy image inspiration to come up with some fun hooks for you to include into your games. I myself am in the throes of planning a new setting for the game <gasps> that I am running. So I am listening very avidly back to all of the episodes of Hooked. Oh my god, guys! I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to like freak you out, but there's a casting agent in the crowd tonight. So <laughs> oh my god! Just, just, just do your best, but act natural, okay? okay oh my right. god! Oh my god! Uh, and we do so these. Uh, we we present these hooks in the form of a magic trick. So we'll go around the table and we'll each present the pledge or the seed of the idea. Then we'll turn it into something more real and tangible, uh, and then finally in the prestige we will give you an idea of how to include it in your game and how it will interact with players so the inspiration card that we are using this week is dax duplicate so this is a shape-shifting creature uh does anyone want to describe what we're looking at on this card yeah sure it's like a it's a, a magic man who's ducking around a corner in some sort of you know like archway place and he's firing off a spell which appears to be summoning an illusion of a generic goblin orc dude who looks evil as hell Mm. 
The red glowing eyes really add something to his whole demeanor. Mm. Um, I hate to be that person, but do you guys still do getting to know you questions? I mean, who said, who, <laughs> who said that? I love that it wasn't me. <laughs> who said that? I just, I, I feel just like, like that, sorry, this, is, this is that per- you? This, is that you telling? I don't know. This person who has said that, I do feel like I do not know enough about them. Please explain to me yourself. <laughs> um, I just, I just, I just like. Is there a Shut getting the to know you question <laughs> that you would like to no, answer? No, no, not in particular. Okay, I, just... I actually have a getting to know you question that I would like you all to answer. What, what is either? It's a word. I, uh, no, no. <laughs> what, what is either your most embarrassing experience or your deepest fear? In general or while <laughs> oh, role-playing? Um, oh, we're going to be here all day. Uh, look, I'm, I'm just looking for personal weaknesses. Uh, uh, probably not being good enough is a big one. Uh, being okay. unlovable, for sure. sure. That's yeah. definitely up there. A lot of the other ones can sort of be just tracked down to those issues. Right. Like no, they they masquerade as something bigger, but it's like, no, it's just because I'm scared of not being good enough. Mm. How was that, lads? We enjoyed that one? Yeah. Tell oh, us. Lad. Oh, absolutely wasting my life. Uh, the, the scariest idea is that I will get 10 years down the track and go, I've done nothing towards anything so that what, I need. So what you're doing right now is kind of a bit of, like immersion therapy. Mm. You're, you're mm-hmm. like nullifying your fear of it by... Uh, and he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, mediocrity. But that really also just comes down to not being good enough, doesn't it? Yeah, and my biggest fear is that uh, that my audio series, The Mistopia <laughs> Mystery, morbidity, and mortality won't be the hit that it deserves to be, and that the wonderful listeners of this show won't go over and give that show a listen to. Actually, I just it terrifies me to think of. Can I change my answer? My biggest fear is that the the Mist Home Museum of Mystery, uh, Morbidity, and Mortality won't be the hit that it deserves to be. Mine is that it will be the hit that it deserves <laughs> to be. Thank you, Brooke. You're the only real person here. I, I'm just I'm scared of the power it has. And as a perfectly actualized human being, I don't have any fears or embarrassments. So let's get on <laughs> with the game. Let's just move straight past that one <laughs> and into the other thing. Uh, so, and the word that we are using in conjunction with this Magic the Gathering the card is Twilight. So, who has a who has a pledge? Oh, I do, I do, I do. To Dom. Hi. Uh, so, the party are making their way through some sort of, you know, it's a dungeon, it's a, it's a mage's tower, it's a, it's a place where there is going to be just magic in the walls. You try to use detect magic on the place and you get blinded by the auras. It's just kind of, it's seeped into the stones. There's just something everywhere. And at some point, this is a specific, this is a specific one, one of your players needs to cast an illusion spell. You, you have to have that for this to work, I think. Uh, and the spell goes off normally anyone who is who currently has detect magic up might notice a kind of a, a pulse in the air a kind of a an amplification of the magic uh, but it, it goes off perfectly normally and a vet but when it disappears of sorry a couple a couple of editions uh, if you use detect magic on the illusion while it is active it doesn't seem to be of the school of illusion it appears to be the school of transmutation. Uh, and a high perception check or passive perception perhaps when the illusion dissipates naturally something ain't right about the way that it went away okay so something is messing around with your party's magic just that one spell just that one spell just that one spell just that that illusion you might notice what was that you're in trouble what was that about I don't know just a little just a little hint that something isn't quite right that they might not even get interesting who has another pledge? I do. Tully. So, um, this is an interesting uh, 
little start as you're as you're finding your way around. Uh, who knows where you'll find this little magic item? Um, could be in a desk drawer. Could be in a chest somewhere. It could be just sitting on the ground. But uh, wherever you find it, you see a small spyglass. Nothing particularly conspicuous, but it does feel. When you say spyglass, do you mean? Magnifying glass, telescope. Both. I mean, like the, the, the very small telescope. Okay, telescope. Yar, yeah. there be pirates <laughs> off the mizzen mast. <laughs> yeah, I say so a, a small spyglass, and um, it doesn't appear, appear to be particularly spectacular. When you look through, it just appears to be a, a regular spyglass until you spy a, a person. With my little eye. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too late to quit? <laughs> yes. yes. For a second time. <laughs> For a second time today. Um, so until you spy a person, at which point you are no longer looking through the spyglass. You're instead looking through the person's eyes. Interesting. So I pick up a spyglass, I put it to my eye, and I see the hills in the distance. And I turn around and I spot my party member. And then they're looking in the same direction that I was. And so now, once again, I can see the hills in the distance. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like it. I played a video game with this one time. <gasps> Rook. Oh, so, uh, party rolls into town, uh, probably on horseback. That just seems kind of dope. There's like a gentle banjo strumming. Uh, I'm riding a donkey. Um, yeah, that's okay. I, that's Thank fair. You. Um, there's uh, they rode right up in town, and uh, in the centre of town, there's a statue of the uh, the reigning monarch, who's just a real narcissist, a real piece of shit. Um, and there uh, are you saying that all narcissists are pieces of shit? I th- <laughs> am I am I talking about myself? Is the question, um, ladies and gentlemen? We got her. <laughs> Brooke is cancelled. Hey, hey. Finally, um, exactly where I wanted to be cancelled on a on a role playing <laughs> hook yeah. story hook podcast. Um, yeah. The this particular narcissist is a real piece of shit. Whether the two are related or not, that's up that's up to the party to decide. And. Uh, they're particularly regal-looking in this statue, but uh, as they go about town, they uh, maybe head to the local pub, have a couple of drinks, get on the sauce, so to speak, and uh, they head out of the bar at about twilight. <laughs> there it is. And uh, next to the statue, they see the monarch, supposedly. Uh, it looks just a little bit feral, just a little bit feral, but uh, you know for certain that this monarch has been uh, been dead for quite a while. So it's like, what the, what the fuck are you doing here, homie? Um... And uh, you sort of lock eyes with this with this uh, feral feral homie, and uh, then they fuck off, fuck off into the hills. And party goes. That's a bit wild. Okay, so you walk into town. Walk into town. Statue of a monarch. Big statue. Go get drunk. Drunk time. Come out at twilight. Next to the statue. There's the homie. Is the guy. Homie. The guy of the statue. Yep. yep. But he's dead. But he's not because he's right there. Where is he? <laughs> and then when you say, "Hey, you're dead," he, he runs off. Books it. I think I think it was more along the lines of "Yo, what the fuck, homie?" It was very, very dry, typical <laughs> fantasy language. You know, that was the bit in the Lord of the Rings where where Legolas says that he's killed more el- more orcs than Gimli, and Gimli goes, "Yo, what the fuck, my boy?" Um, we really are all about emotion on this podcast. Important, oh, yeah. piece, of, important piece of additional context: I'm about to start DMing my first D and D campaign, mm-hmm. so it's really important that I do well in this one today. Okay, uh, all right. And I think I'm off to a strong start. I just started DMing my first D and D campaign, uh, mm-hmm. and I did really well. So now this is going to be shit. Yeah, it's like it's a seesaw. Okay, so thing. if I fuck up today, then the, the campaign yeah, will be good. So maybe just exactly. like, and you're off to a great start. 
Thank you. I'm just Thank being you. a savage tonight. <laughs> right. I deserve it. Okay, let's go back to Dom oh, okay. and, and we'll turn this this misfired illusion into something tangible for a party to encounter. Okay, so the party is being followed. Like, down the road, some, something has, something about the the way the, sh- the trees are moving, something about the, the, the way the hair is prickling up on the back of the neck, they know they're being followed. Maybe someone used to detect magic and sees an aura coming from around the corner. They don't, they don't necessarily 100% know what's going on, but there are, just so, there are just too many clues for it to be a coincidence. And eventually, as the party will do, they'll probably try to set a trap, or if they don't, then just, ha- just f- figure it out. Um, and eventually they will grab the thing that is following them and it might be, depending on where you are, it might be, it might have taken the form of a dog, or it might have taken the form Aww. of like a little, of a little rabbit, or Aww. it might be just like a little, like a goblet sitting on a counter. But <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the running reaction. Sorry, one, guys. once more, we need another clean take of that one. Yep. Aww. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just love goblets. Uh, and so basically, they they figure out they're being followed by a shapeshifter, and the, 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 it reveals itself, and it apologizes, but it had no choice, and it is now it is bound to the one who cast the illusion spell, as it was the only way it could manage to reconstitute itself. It wasn't in its original. It had been it, it had been experimented on or it had been destroyed in some fashion, but because of the way that it it works, it's not necessarily a fixed corporeal being, so it didn't quite work. But the the nature of the magic soaked area it was in, it kind of just dif- diffused into the walls and lost itself for a while. And but then when the illusion was cast. It that, gave it a form to take. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It detected within the magical miasma of that place a form, and it was like, I know this, and it became the illusion. And so now it is bound. There is this shape-shifting creature bound to your illusionist who insists that he cannot, he can't leave you. He is bound to your illusionist magically, and he basically uh, begs, for, begs for your mercy of the party. And what... Are we calling this? Uh, we're calling this shape-shifting friend. Well, I love alliteration, so I've just, uh, I've, I just need to come up with an alliteration. <laughs> is the is the th- is the thing? Uh, I'll give you until Tully finishes. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tully. Uh, spyglass, looking at someone, see what they see. What are we turning this into? What are we turning this into? So. Uh, as people are want to do with a magic item, I say that I use that phrase specifically as 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 parties I want to want to do, um, as they're experimenting with this uh, magic spyglass. Obviously, it's a very very useful tool for espionage, for finding out what people are really up to, um, or just for eavesdropping, nice up close, um, or for reading the same book as someone or else. Or for reading the same. <laughs> Sometimes you just really want to share a book, and you just. It's really hard. Reading over their shoulders is just not practical. Um, so, after a while, checking this out, we start to get uh, a little bit invested in, in using this. It's a very valuable tool. Um, but should you use it, come twilight, what you'll find is, as the energies of the, of the world seem to be at a turning point, you aren't just looking through their eyes. You are 
them. Oh no, you freaky Friday. You oh, freaky no. Friday. <laughs> to the freaking freaky Friday. <laughs> okay, so this magical item works during the day or during the day and the night, but if you're looking, happen to do it at twilight. It's a bit at wacky. Twilight or dawn. Bold. Interesting. And what are you calling this item? The Twilight Spyglass. Excellent. Uh, mine is called the Desperate Doppelganger. Ooh. Excellent. I knew I'd come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> and now it all falls down to Brooke. It falls down to the bottom of the barrel. Um, <laughs> so party decides to sober up. That kind of, It was a big night, everyone. But the next day, figures they'll do some investigating, as they all want to do, so to speak. Um, they, uh, they head around to hit up some of the local... Uh, you know, hot points where the kids are hanging out at the skate park, those sorts of things. Like you have I can feel the immersion. <laughs> the hot topic. In world. Um, and they ask, what's, what's the vibe here? And Yo, they go, what's oh. the hat homes? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what you saw was uh, a local legend, um, Master Domino, who was, of course, the, uh, the monarch of this town, <laughs> is uh, passed away long ago, but uh, people still reckon they see, see him around. But uh, it's not. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's not how this works. It's, uh, it's, it's nothing more than a lore slash legend, as this card in front of me says. Um, <laughs> and so your party do a little bit more investigating and like... By all accounts, it seems to check out. He died, but now there's this legend that he pops up by his statue sometimes. But every now and then they find accounts of two of him back when he was alive. He was alive here, and he was also alive here. There was two of them. twin. He's got two of them. What the heck's going on there? That's so wacky. Um, And you'll find out more about that when it comes around to me the next time. Excellent. Okay, so we have the long-lost twin of the dead monarch. Not quite, but uh, again, saving it for round three. What What are we calling... Is it, are we just going to call it the name of the... The domino effect. <clears throat> oh, okay. I mean, okay. it's not really a domino effect so far. No, spe- this specific say. monarch name is domino. I know, but <laughs> there's not really been a domino effect thus far. I mean... It's dominoes. I was. Okay. I would have said domino's domino effect. duplicate. Um, yeah. Also, did you name him Domino because you're looking across the table at your friend Dom? <laughs> is that what no. happened there? Do- Domino I wish was that the- was the case. I wish, no. This is, this is a bit that I've stolen from another bit that I already planned in the real world. Oh, you're a member of the bits, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the biggest insult so far. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. You, you can... Uh, okay, um, so... Uh, um, I think I was just looking at a Domino's pizza box and I went, that'd yep. be a dope D&D character name. I don't have any. Oh no no! This was no, days no. ago. This, oh, is, this okay. was this was a long. This was not recently. <laughs> this was uh, about a week ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have the domino effect. We have the twilight spyglass. And we have the desperate doppelganger. Yeah. So now in the prestige, we're gonna kind of try to explore the different possibilities of how these particular hooks could pan out in a game. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the desperate doppelganger. I particularly love this uh, this idea of giving them this person that they just have no idea what to do with mm-hmm. and have no real control over because yeah uh but like because they're a magical being they can yeah. ignore whatever rules and, you have yeah. yeah and 
already died previously mm-hmm. and just reintegrated. And not only that, if they chase the thing off, it might follow them and they don't know it unless yeah. they really investigate again. And especially if they piss it off, it can betray yeah. them yeah, wherever become, they go. They just have a poltergeist <laughs> and following them. And if they piss on it, that's a whole different story. Well, so long as it turns into a like a, a like a toilet, <laughs> like, <burst. yeah. laughs> okay, like a chamber pot. Um, so. Yeah, of so, course, I'm glad we found an immersive way to talk about pissing yes. on the doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, um, yes, so so long as it turns in, in into a bidet. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, if, so, yeah, there's there's that way. There's also the you can try to help it. You can you know try to look into... You go to the great university to look into what this thing is. Um, you can... And the, the creature explains that it it was a shapeshifter before this. Yeah. Like, it was... It, it did have the ability to change its form previously, but... It's now. It was changed. It was beforehand. changed. Yes. Yeah. Um. And so now, yeah. It it doesn't really know what, what like what its own limitations are. What can happen to it? So yeah, you can try to find a way. You can just keep it for starters, um, if you want that. Yeah. Hanging around, or you could try to find a way to save it, or you can try to find a, if your party are less interested in that, you can <laughs> find a way to like sever the connection, and maybe that'll kill it. I um, mean, there's always the the. Uh, possibility that it is in fact lying. Yes, that yes, it doesn't have its own motive. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that's also really yeah, something. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, and, and yes, that is the that is another way that it could go. Another another alternative I had was that it could be like you need to go back to the to the wizard's tower and like that 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 long dead wizard's tower, and then you get back there and it's the wizard spirit actually yeah, has yeah. was bound to his tower due to his connection to the magical energies of the place and now he's reintegrated himself in this strange form and they you now have not only do you now have to fight this thing you now have to fight this thing in its lair hooray yeah. oh, notoriously yeah, don't, fun don't you love lair actions they basically tell you that your stats don't matter now <laughs> what's that you've got really high AC well Mm-mm. this is a dexterity saving throw and you still take damage if you succeed what you you didn't want rocks to fall on you? Yeah. You should Should've have been have, better. Should have looked out for some rocks. Inside my I'm, house. So, I'm sorry. You should have planned ahead and known that this guy <laughs> would turn into a gold dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so that is the desperate, desperate doppelganger. doppelganger. Let's go to the Twilight Spyglass. How are we putting this into Twilight a Twilight Sparkle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Can I quit for a third this. time this episode? <laughs> you did this to yourself, Tully. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't expect My Little Pony to find its way into my hook. <laughs> it's been a while. We, we need to make some references. <laughs> Do we? Gotta get, the, gotta get the fan base back. <laughs> so how, how, is the, how is the Freaky Friday playing into your game? Um, well, the real question is uh, once you are in this new person's body, of course you can't control the, the spyglass. It's it's not in your hands anymore. Well, it is in your hands, but you're not. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> well, while it may be fun to be in somebody else's skin for a while, uh, you don't know how long you've got. And now you've got to find yourself or someone else. There are two situations that I want to know. Look at the day. That I think could be fun. Is you are trying to spy on the big bad. And you're suddenly in the big bad's body and the big bad's in your body. Or you are trying to fix the problem after it's happened and you've just switched with a party member and you fail an arcana check and suddenly it's not Freaky Friday. Suddenly it's being John Malkovich and you're inside the other person's head. 
I <laughs> I grappled with this one a little bit about what would happen, um, and I think what I like the most is what I what I think I like the most is situationally is what your party sees is you just collapse, mm. but if you don't find a way back to your body and back to the spyglass in time, then you are stuck, but lose the control. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So the ending of being John so the being the ending of being John Malkovich. Yeah, <laughs> Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. Yeah, I think that especially if you're playing a very heavily like social game mm. or, or espionage game, that that could be a really fun device. Yeah. Especially if you've been given this by someone, and then maybe a couple of sessions after it's used, you realize there's more than one of these. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really like the idea that the way you pick it up is like it rolled out of an alleyway mm. and you just didn't find the person that last used it. <laughs> and Always they're trying safe. to find their way back to the spyglass, which is now not with their body. <laughs> yeah, I think that could be very fun um, and hijinks uh, encouraging <laughs> yes. in a game. So, okay, so that's the Twilight Spyglass. Let's go back to the domino effect. I think I forgot how this podcast worked. I may have fucked up the order of things, so that's fine. Um, I know. What did you do? Oh, this no, I forgot. This works. I forgot to talk about the other stuff that happens, but I guess I do that now. Um, your party does a little bit of investigating. I would say they probably break into the monarch's sort of uh, private quarters. Whatever's left of them, they're probably sacred sort of ancient ruins. By- no, they're not that old. He died like two weeks ago. Who knows? It's, it's your campaign. You decide. Um, <laughs> it's also your story. <laughs> you get to decide. Thank okay, so he died like six months ago. Uh, so... Uh, a new monarch has taken over but doesn't live in the old the old monarch's quarters, doesn't live in Domino's quarters. Um, so you break into Domino's old quarters and find their, uh, their journals. And uh, there's a lot of them. Homie likes to write. <laughs> um, and uh, you do some investigating and you find out that uh, Domino was an incredibly lonely man um, oh, no. and uh, didn't really enjoy the company of anyone but himself and uh, got in touch with a couple of... A couple of... What are they called? What are they called? Oh, clerics. That's what they're called. Uh, in the uh, trickery Wasn't domain. Wasn't what I was uh, <laughs> anticipating. They got into the trickery domain, did some clericdom, and uh, learned a little spell called Invoke Duplicity, mm-hmm. and uh, realised that why have one when you can have two? Started to uh, just create duplicates of himself. Well, didn't last for very long, and so did a lot of research to figure out how he could make this spell last for as long as it could. And did some fucked up shit along the way, and uh, started to last a little bit too long. Started to work a little bit too good. Domino 2.0 started to take on a uh, personality of its own. And, uh, you know, there was some quarrels. Who do you... I mean, no one likes themselves, right? I mean, after a while, you sort of go, this was a bad idea. And uh, I'm, I'm amazing. No. <laughs> oh, God, I wish that were me. Um, I don't think... I, I don't believe that. <laughs> um, and... Uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious what happened here, isn't it? Domino 2.0 wanted uh, wanted some time on the throne, but uh, by the time they'd figured out that... So, obviously, they did some murdering, mm-hmm. murdered Domino 1.0, but uh, Domino 1.0's body was found. And so it's like, we can't exactly... I can't take over if I'm dead. Mm. So, yes, I'll just be feral now. <laughs> and I'll just come and stand pensively at the statue sometimes. <laughs> um, just and to so, fuck with people. Yeah, and so, I mean, you could even have it the other way around that one... The first, the original one killed the, the doppelganger, killed the duplicate, but the body was still found. So it's like, I guess I have to run away. Um, and I guess the choice for your party here is like, what you do. 
I mean, <laughs> the way I would use this as a DM is I would have maybe like two competing factions of nobles. Mm. One who discovered the body and was very eager to take over and put in someone that they could control yes, on the throne. Yes, that's nice. And so the duplicate was, for whatever reason, incapacitated <clears throat> and has is now brewing revolution or like a coup with another faction of nobles. And so you have to kind of figure out which faction you're going to deal with or if you already have like an allegiance to one noble or something yeah kind of get involved in that and, ma- and make that kind of a social yeah um campaign yeah that's better than what i was gonna say i was gonna say just find him a friend so he's not so lonely anymore um <laughs> that's so, harder than you might think yeah <laughs> just invite him along to the party yeah, he can just be your new new friend new your party member <laughs> hey dude you want to chill yeah. he starts crying actually that might be a really Really fun origin story for a trickery, um, for a trickery domain cleric. Really, yes. that's but, so but strange. You, but oh, you that's, can't that's believe so that story. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe that you would mention such Just a thing because if you listen to the latest episode of Dungeon Deep Dive, <laughs> featuring stole one, stole one guest, Brooke Riley, I stole it straight from that. Self plagiarism is still plagiarism. <laughs> okay. This You're is, off the podcast. This is unbelievable. I was never technically on either of the podcasts. You guys just got desperate. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yes, it is your fault. You think we have <laughs> standards here? Fault. I'm on this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so we had the desperate doppelganger. We had the Twilight Spyglass and we had the Domino Effect. Uh, those are our three hooks for this week. If you would like to support the podcast... What you can do is you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can, I guess, just tell your friends, tell your gaming friends that you listen to this podcast and hopefully then your dungeon master will listen, get ideas, include them in his game. Or their game, game. Their game. And you can then take advantage of the pre- of knowledge <laughs> that you have uh, and look it's it's only cheating if you get caught metagaming is still gaming you heard it here first uh, <laughs> bold, a bold take. We, we have two parties on this podcast I am uh, the head of the death before metagame party <laughs> absolutely I'm um, the head of the socialist party unrelated but still <laughs> if you are if you do want to use any of this in your personal games feel free to we are produced under a creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives or no international license uh, which means you are free to share and redistribute the material in any medium format if you give appropriate credit uh, just don't use the material for commercial purposes and don't remix transform or build upon it in any way without permission from us first word mm. Thank you very much, Dom. You're so welcome, Zane. You can also find me on my audio series, The Mistoe Museum of Mystery, Morbidity and Mortality, also on all the places that this podcast is, all on that's not canon.com. People tell me it's good. I don't believe them, but that's just that's my that's just my brain. <laughs> no, that's just my brain. And thank you very much, Tully. Thank you very much. You can catch me me listening to uh, Dom's podcast or you can catch me on my podcast, Dungeon Deep Dive, uh, every every second Wednesday but with filler episodes now. Um, Also on the network, that's not canon.com. And thank you finally, Brooke. And Brooke Riley, you can catch me outside. How about that? (laughs) Um, No, uh, I'm on Tully's 
dungeon deep dive sometimes when they run out of uh, interesting people to talk to. I really um, thought you were going to say I'm on Tully's dumb podcast. <laughs> like I really thought that's where that was going. <laughs> and today you the were. The inclination to say it is always there, mm. but I'm on them now sometimes, so I need to make sure that the repertoire is there. And um, that's it. You can play the outro music now. <laughs> Till next time, keep playing games, everyone. So what mountain were the stones in the walls of this specific monastery mine from exactly? Wait, can my character take a dump? What's the governmental structure of every town in this entire Which magic using class is like the most attractive? How do these people know how to make tunnels under their town when all they do is farm Why does the genie always me? refuse to make people fall in love with me? Like, if who hurt poison him? rules are the same for every player race, does that mean they all have can the same digestive system? Can my character have a pet? <gasps> Ooh, can that pet have a pet pet? Are your players asking too many questions? Do you really know how your world works? Don't you wish there was a podcast that made this whole thing easier? Come on over to Dungeon Deep Dive, your favourite fantasy world-building podcast. Whether it's tabletop RPGs or creative writing, we do the research so you don't have to. Find us on your podcatcher of choice or on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram on at Dungeon Deep Dive. Thinking about your next getaway... Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanoline and take a carcation to Britain. Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi-ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at stenaline.ie. They say you only get out what you put in, and with recipe ingredients, there's no exception. You can always rely on the great taste and quality of Kerrygold Irish Butter. Kerrygold has teamed up with some well-known food experts to feed your imagination. Whether you are baking, brunching, or barbecuing, check out kerrygold.com for ideas, or follow the how-to videos and recipes at Kerrygold on Instagram. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.